Family's Taboo Terrors presents Shock Talk with Ariel Basca. another episode of Shock Talk. As I sit in my cold, dark dungeon, I am joined by extreme horror fan Ariel Baska. Ariel hosts Ride the Omnibus, a podcast parked at the intersection of pop culture and social justice. She writes for Comics Bookcase and Ghouls Magazine, as well as currently directing her first horror film called Our First Priority. Hey, Ariel. Hey, Kelly. How you doing? <laughs> not bad. Not bad. You? Uh, I am currently in a personal meltdown because I'm in pre-production, you know, right. just less than two weeks out from my first film. So it's a little hectic and harried right now. But, you know, it's going. It's going. <laughs> it's, it's a positive kind of running with and driving with no brakes and no nothing. But yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. It's a stressful time, I'm sure. It is. But it's it's fun at the same time. Of so. course. That's great. On Shock Talk, my guests and I talk about their favorite extreme horror film. And Ariel has chosen the infamous new French extremity film Martyrs from 2008. So the synopsis, as per IMDb for Martyrs, is as follows. A young woman's quest for revenge against the people who kidnapped and tormented her as a child leads her and a friend, who is also a victim of child abuse, on a terrifying journey into a living hell of depravity. Why did you choose this movie, Ariel? Okay, so I have a (laughs) lot of reasons why this is one of my favorite films of kind of almost anything in the horror genre, but I almost don't even consider it horror. I almost don't even consider it extremity. I almost don't even consider it anything other than a sublime reflection on PTSD, on Mm. kind of the way that we internalize our own personal uh, reactions to trauma in our lives, the way that we think about philosophy, the way that we think about the afterlife, the way that we process the existential horror of it all. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a friend who actually just this morning told me, oh, so you're talking about Hellraiser Plus. And I'm like, (laughs) well, that's another way to look at it I amazing suppose. and I was like <laughs> oh Ben oh Ben <laughs> okay so that's a great overview of why you enjoy this movie what's your kind of story around it when did you first see it what was your first initial reaction and then we'll get into the the heavier reasons why we both love this movie <laughs> yeah sure so uh, actually the first time I ever saw this movie was to prepare for a podcast that I was recording about a year ago that was the first time I met uh Zoe Rose Smith and Alex Heller Nicholas. I had them on the show to talk about extreme horror, and I wanted to prove my cred and watch <laughs> as much extreme horror as yeah. I possibly could. And I came upon Martyrs, and I was mm. like, this does not read like any of the others to me. Mm-hmm. This really stands apart in so many different ways. And I watched it while I was watching things like I Spit on Your Grave. I watched it yeah. while I was watching. Watching uh, Serbian film, Salo, mm-hmm. all of those things. And Martyrs stands apart for me both because of its artistic qualities as well as how deeply personal it felt for me. Mm-hmm. And so at the time when I watched it a year ago, it very much felt 
that way. And when talking about it in the podcast context later, I kept reflecting on it and I've gone back and I've rewatched it probably four times in the last year. No wow. Joke. Also, I have to say that I listened to that episode of your podcast and it's so fantastic, folks. Oh, Definitely uh, take a listen to it. What's the, the name of that episode? It's just called Extreme Horror. <laughs> okay, perfect. Self-explanatory, but it's, it's fantastic because you have a bunch of guests on there. It's so great. Yeah. And I forgot to mention Dr. Allie Taylor from Australia yes. is also on there as well. Yeah, perfect. Um, and she is brilliant too. Yeah, and absolutely. I, yeah. I just absolutely love talking about extremities. So it's so great yeah. <laughs> to be talking to you about this. Excellent. For me, I watched this. I think it, Martyrs actually was like a blind buy at Fan Expo here in Toronto when they used to have a Festival of Fear, Rumorks Festival of Fear at the Fan Expo. It's like a massive four-day uh, nerdy convention here in Toronto. And they used to have all these big booths like HMV when HMV was a thing, all these booths with all these movies. And of course, massive horror sections. So it was a year that I blind bought movies and <laughs> what an eye-opening experience that was when I watched Martyrs for the first time. It scared the hell out of me. Well, like the first section, because we all know if you haven't seen Martyrs anyways, like it's kind of a movie that's split into two parts, but the first part scared the crap out of me. And then like after I'm done being super scared, now I'm just brutalized for the second half. And it's just, it was so intense and I fell in love with it immediately. And so this was probably oh boy, like seven, eight years ago uh, when I first watched it. And I've only watched it maybe in total four times. And I rewatched it a couple of months ago. But the entire movie is like memorized and deeply embedded in my brain mm -hmm. because it's so, I found it so impactful, so moving, so brutal, so interesting, so layered so well acted and so I don't even didn't even need to rewatch it for this today because the entire movie plays in my head beginning to end constantly so I like, know it very well I know it very well I don't know what that says about you that it plays constantly <laughs> but you know I get that very much though I yeah. totally do 100% you know there's, there's those movies that you see and then you just I like rewatching it in a sense like I guess in quotations but it, it's a hard watch I will absolutely attest to that but it's such a brilliant watch so I only watch it maybe every few years because it yeah I just I've almost memorized it not on purpose <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think that just speaks to how wonderful this movie is yeah so this is a new French extremity and out of the shock talk series this is my third episode haven't touched on new French extremity yet so I love that you think that it's kind of beyond that I feel like it is a bit different from all of the other new French extremity movies I've seen a good handful of them not all of them but a lot of them and this one seems to it tops my list it's in my top three for new French extremity movies. It's on so many people's top lists of their favorite new French extremity films. It's on top lists of most disturbing films. So what what do you think about that? Let's get, maybe tell us why you think it's more than new French extremity. Well, I feel like it's more than new French extremity because when I watch, you know, the films of, say, Gaspar Noé, who mm -hmm. frequently is cited as being a part of that list, you know, yeah. with films like Irreversible and Climax, I feel like when you watch Haute Tension, or Man Bites Dog, things of that nature, they're more about the specific way that it shocks you mm -hmm, and the specific mm -hmm. way that 
the extremity is supposed to make you feel physically ill. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to have like deep visceral reactions as opposed yes. to intellectual dialogue with the film. Yes, I agree with that for sure. Like trouble every day, high tension, irreversible. I'm terrible at friends, but Shaitan, I think. Yeah. That's how you yeah. pronounce it. In my skin, I agree that visceral kind of abject reaction to to what you're seeing for sure. I mean, I again, there are a few of those on that list that I would argue yeah. aren't exactly what I'm talking about, but I would say like a lot of new French extremity is specifically focused on the shock and the, mm-hmm. you know, the specific reaction that you have to the piece. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I find that French extremity on the whole tends to be a little more intellectual than yeah. what you see in terms of the extremes of horror in American cinema, for mm-hmm. example. But what I find with Martyrs is that because Martyrs spends so much of its runtime specifically talking about things that are very universal. It's not specific to the circumstance. It's not entirely about making you feel as if everything is about this one experience. It's a very universal experience and it's very Mm -hmm. much about a kind of cosmic idea. Yeah. Just because of that, it doesn't feel like it entirely fits within French extreme and it feels mm-hmm. like it fits in the broader language of cinema as a whole. That's, I totally get that. It could to be, it could be, it's like it could take place anywhere in the world. Doesn't It's not a strictly like French specific kind of feeling or a movie, whereas, you know, a lot of the other French extremity films and Alex West talks about this pretty intensely and deeply and more articulately than I would be able to in her book on New French Extremity, who, you know, she pretty much, she wrote the book on this, but this could take place literally anywhere in the world and we would get it, you know, that universal mm-hmm. feeling of what happens after we die, the the interrelationships in that movie. I was thinking about it this morning, the sense of just the incredible performances that that are oh, in yeah. this, that especially Lucy, I am just so <sighs> in love with her performance in this the the actress that plays Lucy she was so there's so I can't even articulate the words of how awesome she was in this yeah and I absolutely adore everything about the way that the monster manifests within the I'm assuming we're okay with spoilers right oh absolutely yeah so the (laughs) the way that the monster manifests in the film and the very sort of explicit way that it really is about the survivor's guilt and Mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. you know so many things that to my mind are wrapped up in sort of the European consciousness of the Holocaust which is even Mm. you know specifically referenced in there I find that makes this an even more deeply meaningful film for me Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. because you know you have the experimentation on her as a child you have this idea of wanting to you know reckon with her past you have this incredible survivor's guilt that she's going through and the trauma that she's facing as a literal monster that she sees Mm -hmm. and you know how she has to confront that and the way that she chooses to confront that and in this 
powerful sort of sisterhood combination. I think that just speaks so well to me as a woman, which, you know, it's it's directed by a man, but nonetheless, I feel a lot more kind of feminist vibes from this film than I do from most of French Extremity. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah, I like that. Do you, do you mind touching on that a little bit more? I don't think I've heard or read anything about Martyrs that, anything that I've read, sorry, that would throw the feminist uh, word or adjective into it. So do you mind elaborating on that a little bit? Because I would love to hear more of your thoughts on that. Well, it's not so much that I consider it a feminist film so much as I consider it to be one that's specifically about the bonds between two women and specifically about how two women relate to each other, Mm -hmm. not necessarily always in positive ways. They're actually, Anna is sort of gaslighting Lucy. I mean, they have almost a very limited interaction time, really if you look at it in terms of the runtime. Yeah. But it's interesting in terms of the way that they've trauma bonded, Mm -hmm. but then they're also reacting to each other in this way that two women who have trauma bonded would respond to each other in the context of kind of medically gaslighting one another. Medically gaslighting, yeah. And so I feel like that is an important part of female relationships that frequently gets overlooked. And Mm. I love that it's in this film. Yeah. Like I said, it's not exactly that it's a powerful feminist message yeah, or anything. Sure. It's more that it has things to say about female relationships that I haven't seen depicted in other films in the same way. That's fair. You know, I was thinking about, you know, if you look at the whole gamut of New French Extremity, it's very like, very much like us versus them mentality through this whole thing. It's like individualism instead of, yes, this is like bonding towards any type of the characters. It's always mm-hmm. just everyone out there for themselves trying to survive you know i'm just popped into my head inside you know mm-hmm. it's a very like mm-hmm. isolated movie um so you're right that very unique aspect of you know our main characters are women these young women possibly a queer woman and that bond and you know female re- relationships are uniquely complex <laughs> I feel like, especially as we age, I was just reminiscing the other day of, you know, the days of old when we were kids and, you know, you would have these sleepovers or, you know, and talk, tell your best friends everything, you know, and it's all so deeply dramatic and so bonded. And then as you get older, you're like tarnished by, well, aging and maybe mental illness because now you're 38 and you've dealt with your entire life and everybody's guarded and it's it's really hard to get close to people as you age I find and I I love to see complex female relationships because as we age it's not easy it's not easy relating to one another so I I agree with you that it was a really refreshing even though it's short-lived, generally speaking, in the runtime, it was refreshing to see, for sure. Yeah. There is a very contentious term out there, and I was reading some articles about martyrs to to prep for this anyways, because again, like I said, it lives in my head rent-free forever, yeah. but torture porn or existential torture porn. So I really hate the term torture porn, and people throw a lot of extreme horror films, extreme films into that very little box, and definitely martyrs is thrown into that box and I hate that what do you think about one torture porn that as like an adjective for films and then two throwing martyrs this wonderfully brilliant I'd say masterpiece I don't use that that term lightly into that torture porn box 
Well, first of all, I am like you. I really hate the expression torture porn until mm-hmm. until it is expressly actually a snuff film or something yes. of that nature. Agreed. I really feel like I think a lot of us who enjoy extreme films and particularly extreme horror have very visceral reactions to not wanting to see anything that represents the real. Anything that actually is real on screen is anathema. Like, Mm -hmm. just keep that away. And one thing that I think for me, when I hear the expression torture porn, is that it gives this sense that there is something deeply deviant or Mm -hmm. kinky about loving these kinds of films. Yeah. And Honestly, the way that I feel about it is that you can appreciate these films for what they are as what they are. You don't have to immediately demonize them in the way that you demonize everything else. I also don't like the way the term porn is demonized either for Mm -hmm. other reasons, too. Mm -hmm. But I just generally object to this terminology on the whole because it suggests that everything is lesser than if it happens to be with a subject that relates to torture or that relates to extreme violence, when in fact, extreme violence is something that is matter of fact. I live in America where in the everyday on the news, there's extreme violence happening in the streets that goes largely unacknowledged by the American population. Mm -hmm. um, Unless, Mm -hmm. you know, it's deliberately called to their attention. Yeah. And we need actual narratives that address these issues in some way. And horror is a perfect lens through which to look at these things. And by classifying certain elements of horror that are on the more extreme edge as being torture porn, you're immediately cutting out a huge swath of what the American experience actually is. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Excellent. that's that's yes. my soapbox on that. <laughs> No, it's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, I really, I feel like folks just throw movies under that umbrella and completely dismiss them. And and if I feel like general, I feel like maybe mainstream folks, if they heard are like, oh, Martyrs is torture porn, if they've seen it labeled as such, they're just like, oh, I don't want to watch that. That's that's just going to be nonsense. That's just going to be brutality for brutality's sake. And I don't want to watch that without at all giving any of these films a chance. And that deeply upsets me because so many of these movies, whether New French Extremity, so many of those movies too, have something else to say with them. And if they do, if they don't, that's also fine. But just throwing a a movie like Martyrs under this really also kind of vague umbrella of torture porn, it's just very misleading. And um, I don't like that. So thank you for, for your response to that. And I think that was great. It's just, it's just so dismissive that I just, I have no use for that. And also I've started to watch some movies that might even really be torture porn because there's pornography in it, not demonized pornography, but, you know, sexuality actually in it, actually like blending the like sex and violence Mm -hmm. truly together. So that's in itself something really interesting. But this movie, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But even (laughs) even when that happens, like I still wouldn't classify that as torture porn and tell people like, oh, it's brutality for brutality's sake. It's, you know. And so I'm going to I definitely want to bring this up. 2018 remake. Have you watched it? 
I have not. And I very deliberately not watched it. (laughs) Um, I debated for a good long while, actually, knowing we were going to record this. Yeah. If I should just cave and watch the remake. And I finally just came down on the side of, you know what? I just don't feel like it. I kind of want my thing to be my thing with this movie. And I want my relationship to it to be something. I mean, obviously, every adaptation and every remake and every everything is its own thing. I don't begrudge them for making it or anything. I just personally didn't want to because my relationship with the movie is not that old it's only a year old Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like I need to have a longer relationship with the movie to properly like put a remake into a separate context and a different box in my brain if that makes sense Yeah, absolutely. I also haven't seen it and I will watch remakes. I'll watch reboots, whatever. It doesn't really matter. But there are the odd, the odd film like Martyrs that I I don't know. And it's probably just like really silly of me, but I, I hold it very personally that they remade this movie and I don't know if I'll ever watch it. I've heard not so great things, which in itself is, you know, that's fine. Like it or not, but I don't know. This movie, Martyrs just holds a very, I guess, special place for me. And watching an American remake of it, I just don't want to see it. I felt that way about Black Christmas. That also is a movie, that Canadian horror film, that is very personal to me as well. I eventually watch both remakes. Yes, two remakes. And it's fine. (laughs) but I was still, I kind of went in begrudgingly, which is probably not the greatest way to go into a remake, but I feel like just out of morbid curiosity, I'll eventually watch the remake, but I, yeah, (laughs) no, I know. I know. (laughs) I'm, I'm kind of right there with you in that attitude. And I will also say that I generally have a very loathing relationship toward American remakes of foreign films. Yeah. And I, in general, do not do it just yeah. because I I detest the practice that suggests that Americans can't learn to read subtitles. I yeah. just reject that soundly. Titles um, and I've heard that it's just like very kind of like spoon feeding you the the, the allegories and the themes and everything because American North American audiences require that. And I think it's just it's hard to capture the essence and the charm and just the, the overall feeling and atmosphere of a foreign film and putting it like kind of translating that into a North American kind of context. quote culture. Yeah. And yeah. it's no, I don't think it generally translates very well because you just can't capture that it's just such a it's such different cultures the cultural context i think is very very important when watching these films or any film overall so yeah it's one thing to remake like you're american or north american you remake a north american film fine like that generally will translate fine like friday the 13th i don't know why that just popped into my head but whatever like remake a slasher who cares you know right right (laughs) we can use as many friday the 13th movies as you've got going right (laughs) You know, let's do some more Freddy versus Jason stuff, right? Yeah. But like, I don't understand the need, like you said, with the cultural context. I mean, with Martyrs, I really think it hits very different notes in a European context because of the post-war trauma that they have. In Europe, there is that shadow of what happened during the Holocaust that hangs.
swings over Europe yeah. in a different way completely yeah. Absolutely. that you can't replicate. Exactly. You can't replicate the 68 years of history that had transpired yeah. by that point. Yeah, yeah. What are other big things that you love about martyrs? Like, why is this, again, why, let's go back to, why did we choose this? What else do you love about it? Does it scare you? I know that it deeply moves you. Um, so what else is it about martyrs that you absolutely love and adore? Well, it actually doesn't scare me. I'll be yeah. very honest. There are very few things that truly scare me and shock me anymore. <laughs> right. That's fair. I get I mean, that. <laughs> I, I've been a horror fanatic for so long. I'm yeah. a little bit desensitized to a certain degree. Yeah, but too. for me, the thing that I always responded to within it was kind of, I really felt like when I watch Martyrs, the main thing for me was always that I identified so strongly with Lucy. Her performance was just mm. so phenomenal. And the cinematography, yeah, the way that the expressions are captured, as well as every single action and reaction is so carefully choreographed within this film. Mm -hmm. And I really, every time I look at Lucy's reactions to everything that is going on, I really feel like I it's a gut punch to my soul. Mm -hmm. And it's anything that I feel viscerally, I feel through the performances more yeah. than I feel through the quote unquote torture porn of the sequences right. that other people would feel. And it's that sort of empathic quality to both mm -hmm. the cinematography and the performance mm -hmm. that I think makes this film transcendent, you know, <laughs> on a certain well level. You know, I mean, and I'm not even I mean, and obviously that relates very thematically to what's going on in the film. But it mm -hmm. also, to me, speaks to a high degree of real true craftsmanship in terms mm -hmm. of the directing and the acting that's going mm -hmm. on in the mm -hmm. film. I love that you described it as an empathetic experience. I showed this film to Jess, my co-host of I Spit On Your Podcast. She has monthly movie challenges and throughout these movie challenges over the last couple of years, I've thrown out some new French extremity and she's actually turned out to like really love them because I think they, they're they quite interesting movies, all of them in their own regard. But recently, and she knew this was coming, I showed her Martyrs and, and she was moved to tears. Like she was so, she is a very empathetic person and mm -hmm. I had a feeling that she'd react very strongly to this film. So I, I love that you you feel like it's an empathetic story with empathetic characters, but it's also cinematically empathetic and thematically empathetic. So I, I love that. And I, I think I can get behind that. I'm not a super empathetic person, but I can, I can feel that that's coming through the film with these characters. It makes me almost feel empathetic and that's that's fantastic i think it's a truly powerful film yeah. in that regard so thank you that's great insight i love that so let's move into some final thoughts, Ariel. I don't want to assume, but would you recommend Martyrs for people to watch? And if so, why? I would definitely recommend Martyrs as something for yeah. 
pretty much anyone to watch as long as, you know, you have enough of a constitution that <laughs> you can watch someone flayed alive and that doesn't absolutely disturb you to no end. Um, yeah. If you have nightmares easily, this might not be the movie for you. However, if you think you can take it and not have nightmares for days, I feel like when it comes to thinking about the afterlife, thinking about everything from personal relationships to trauma and beyond, there is really no film that I've found in the horror genre that really portrays female relationships as well, or that portrays PTSD in as believable a way as this film. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not capturing it quite right in my words, but <laughs> I'm, I feel like it's a very interesting film in that it emphasizes the difference between those who go crazy and those who experience ecstasy through torture. Mm. And because that difference exists within the film, it's almost like that difference defines so much about how people perceive the film too. Right. Because as you're watching it, if you are interpreting it entirely as, well, this is just about people who are crazy, hmm. there is that track you can interpret this film on. But then there's also the track of, is this about the agony and the ecstasy? And is this about something deeper within human nature? It's the fact that it is about so many things that are deeper within human nature that to me would say this is appropriate for anyone who can take it. Love that. My final thoughts are this movie changes people. I think if you're open to this film and what it has to offer you, either face value or deeper, it changes you. And I think that that is a rarity in definitely horror cinema, extreme horror cinema as well. So I recommend it for folks that, like you said, can quote, handle it, not for the faint of heart to be really cliche about it, but it's intense and fucking life's intense. So give it a watch if you think that you're up for the challenge, not just visually, but mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. So Ariel, we're rounding out the end of this episode. Where can people find you and what would you like to plug? Oh, absolutely. So <laughs> people can find me on Twitter. I am at Ruin My Sky. My podcast is Ride the Omnibus Podcast. We can be found at at Omnibus Ride. Also, on Twitter and Instagram. That is our handle. I'm also currently running a Kickstarter for my film, which shoots very, very shortly. It's called Our First Priority. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at our.first.priority. And we would love to have you donate a dollar or even just share us on your social media platforms. It would be amazing. Anything helps. So we... I would absolutely love your help in making my medical gaslighting horror film. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So folks, that ends the latest episode of Shock Talk. What are your thoughts on Martyrs? Hit me up on the Spencers of Horror social media accounts or join our coven on Facebook. I hope you enjoyed this dissection as much as I did. I will see you again soon when we talk about more subversive and scandalous extreme horror cinema. But until then, get the hell out of my dungeon. Top secret papers are in a game against the